Welcome to Liner Notes for Leaders. This podcast is designed to supplement and complement your leadership. Hello, my name is Alicia Latson. And I'm Terry Nimmons. Hey, Alicia. Hey, Terry. And welcome to our very first podcast of Liner Notes for Leaders. And today, our topic is how do you make peace with the personal challenges that you might have as a leader? So when I think of personal challenges, I think of early in career when I realized that uh, tall people have an advantage, especially I've seen that research. And I'm about five feet tall, so I have somehow found a way to carry on and be successful as a professional in spite of that. So you've made peace with your horizontal challenge. I have. Or your vertical challenge. Absolutely. Five feet tall. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> so that's what we're going to talk about today, is how do you make peace with those things about yourself that you're either not satisfied with, or that you wish you were better at, or that you um, are constantly complaining about, and just thinking about it zaps your energy, it makes you feel shame, like you should be able to handle this, you should be able to do this thing, and we're going to take a look at how to make peace with those things that take away our energy, that we have no history that we'll ever be great at this, and yet we feel like we should, and because we haven't, we berate and all of that. So we're going to look at how to make peace. And Alicia, that really rhymes with the new focus on leverage and strength. And so as you're talking, I can imagine that rather than being dinged on a 360 for the 10th time for not being organized or some area that I have devoted time to that potentially I could just free up the energy and space to focus on my strengths if I found a way to make peace, as you said, with that other area of my life. Am I on the right track? Right on, Terry. I couldn't say it better. I'm glad you said it because you said it so well. So I want to share three steps to making peace. Are you ready? I am ready. Here's step one. Step one is first realize that there's a disturbance in the force. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean by that, Terry? I think I do. Say more. (laughs) So a disturbance in in the force is that sensation, that feeling that you get when you're just frustrated with yourself, aggravated with yourself, like you're having that self-talk where you're berating yourself, why do I always do this? Or I should be able to do this by now. Like it's a disturbance. You're not at your center, you're not coming from a place of power, and it just zaps your energy. So an internal disturbance. Mm-hmm. I mean and the force of who I am and the energy it takes to be effective. Exactly right. So the first is to realize what are those things that create that disturbance. So for me, being that my family is from the South, time has always been a a fluid phenomenon. Until I moved to the Northeast, I didn't know what punctuality really was. (laughs) People in the Northeast are punctual. And um, so whenever I would be, what I would imagine on time, which would be like five or ten minutes after the agreed upon time, I would always be like, what? Why does this always happen? Why? Why am I always late? Why can't I get it together? 
And so that's an example of like a disturbance in the force. And here's the thing, my whole life, it's been a thing for me. Now, what I'm suggesting is, is that first is to realize what are those things that create a disturbance? What are those things that get you off center? What are those things that have you not be present to what's happening in the moment because you're preoccupied with how you should be, how you could be, how you'd be better if, Got that sort of thing. So the first thing is to notice what are those things in my life that create that, that sensation for me? That's the first thing. That's a sign and that's a place where you can make some peace for yourself. The next step is to acknowledge and to empathize with the fact that that's just a thing that you have. Mm -hmm. Not like it's a bad thing, not as a thing you should fix, but it's a thing. And that you can be okay with that because everybody's got something. Thing. Okay. Everybody's got something. Right. Right. You got something. Mm -hmm. And I got something. Everybody's got something. So everybody's got something, and that's your something. <laughs> so own the little something that you have and give yourself some empathy around it. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't, that you should abdicate and just resign yourself that I can't be any other way, and I've just been cursed with this something, and I can't, I'm prisoner to something. I'm not suggesting that at all. What I am suggesting is, is that there is power in accepting that, huh, isn't this interesting? that this is a habitual way that for now I'm choosing to be. And how can we make peace with that way of being for now? So I'm hearing recognize the disturbance in the force, and I know it for myself when I feel it in my stomach and the self-talk, then acknowledge and empathize with me about this part of me that isn't uh, ideal, it isn't what I would like it to be, and yet I'm human and it is part of me. So that, far so good? So far so good. And then comes step three. My sense is, is that those things that we need to make a peace with, it's a cry for support. It's a cry for support. And I was telling you this example before, Terry, but it's, it's like I am very nearsighted. And there is no eye training in the world that's going to change that. Mm -hmm. It's just a part of who I am. Thank goodness for contact lenses. Because that structure, the contact lenses, now enables me to see. And I think that those things that we need to make peace with, those things about ourselves that we don't quite like or haven't really given a handle around, is that it's a cry for support and it's a cry for what is a structure that I can put into place that can enable me to be effective or neutralize mm -hmm. the less than favorable impact of this thing that I have. So it's not finding the ideal solution, it's not quote fixing me, it's much as I wear glasses actually because my uh, vision, as you say, my eyes cannot be trained to see 2020, they can be corrected to 2020 through the structure of eyewear. Absolutely. And so I think the place to really make peace is to see that this isn't something that I have to necessarily fix about myself. It's an opportunity to see what can I put into place that can support my effectiveness in this area. So for instance, for me around time, some of the things that I've put into place to support my effectiveness in that area is, thank you. Good strategy.